You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode number 72 of BNI, The Australian Story. My name's Veronica, the Mornington Peninsula in Victoria, and I'm here with our co-host and executive director of Melbourne South, Mr. Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. Hi, V. What a great time it is to, uh, to, to be alive at the moment, doing business. So busy in the BNI world at the moment. A lot of chapter Christmas parties and the like coming up. So uh, we're back into the old Christmas party season again. And uh, I know we've got 14 chapters under our belt. We can't get along to every, but uh, we try and get along to as many as we can to uh, to see our members because we've missed them. We've missed them over this year for a lot of time. We haven't seen as much of them as we usually do. It's so true. And I think that it's a good problem to have, isn't it? You know, how many Christmas parties can I get to? Because the old problem is vastly different. You know, I couldn't even get outside of my house. But I actually, I've been really excited about um, the podcast. We've had such a fantastic reaction. We're getting so many views now and so many, no, not views, downloads. Um, and the, the feedback from members, Brent, too, is also really, really positive about how they're able to share certain stories that are resonating with them as members or with possible visitors that they think might be a great fit. So they're sharing the podcast with visitors and inviting them along to a, to meetings yeah i actually got that feedback from a couple of members this morning who who are listening to it and they're picking out certain episodes and talking about certain episodes they've been listening to and the message they got out of them as well so it's really pleasing to get that that leverage uh from our podcast and and out into the people and uh and they're sharing it and people are really you know getting really good uh really better at being and i from from listening to our great members' stories through this, which is uh, what it's all about and why we started this. Yeah, I think um, it's. Oh, we've had so many members who the first thing they'll do before we even start recording is saying, oh, I hope I do a good job. And we have to just keep reminding them that this podcast is about real people with real stories and real successes in their own way. All of us have different success stories and, and different reasons why we're part of BNI. So, you know, if there's someone out there with a great story that you think would be fantastic for people to, to hear or that you feel would be really valuable for people um, and you want to share it, contact us on the Facebook page, BNI The Australian Story Podcast, and we would love to hear from as many people all over Australia because BNI Australia have been supporting this podcast and we really want to share the love to all corners of our beautiful country and all the members across our how many chapters in Australia? Um, Putting... oh, <laughs> 256, I think we are at the moment. There you go, off the top of, the, off the top of my head. I think we're about uh, around the 1,300 member marks or 14, 30, sorry, 6,400 member mark or 6,300 member mark at the moment. I love that. I love that when people join BNI and I say to them, you haven't just joined this chapter, you've joined 6,400 members across Australia. <clears throat> and it just makes you realise how big our network is and, and how big big the network is that you've actually joined. Well, BNI worldwide, we're racing to 300,000 members. We're getting very close to that now. So... That is absolutely awesome. Yeah, and imagine when we can actually travel and, you know, I want to go to Italy, I can contact BNI in Italy somewhere and ask someone, can I come to a meeting? Absolutely. 
first that I can travel, but then I can actually go to a Vietnam meeting overseas. I can't wait. Yeah, absolutely. And you know the, uh, uh, you know I I, um, I sometimes if I'm travelling do call into a uh, do call into a meeting, and the members there love it. They yeah. love uh, the novelty of someone from BNI in another part of the world joining the meeting, and yeah. you know even if you don't understand the language. Uh, there'll be people in there who actually will speak will speak English and they'll make you feel welcome and they'll go their way to make you feel welcome as well. But you still know the BNI format because we run the same format. So even if you can't understand what people are saying, you know exactly where we are in the meeting, which which makes it really cool. Oh, I love it. And look, and once again, we've got a fantastic guest with us today for episode 72. So why don't you do the honours? Well, we're in Melbourne today, so uh, in our neck of the woods. And our special guest today is Simone Chin, and she's from BNI Prestige in Brighton. And uh, welcome, Simone. And uh, uh, firstly, you've been a, uh, a member of BNI for 10 years. Congratulations and welcome. Thank you so much, uh, Brent and Veronica. Um, it's great to be here. Now, uh, you're in the real estate uh, category in your particular chapter in real estate, uh, residential real estate sales. I dare say you have been run off your feet this year. Yes, look, I think the media um, is putting a big story out there, but I like to say that I've always got strong activity around my business. Uh, I work in high markets, low markets, and whenever people need my help. Fantastic. And uh, we'd like to ask all our um, all our uh, guests that come along to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, is how did you find out about BNI originally? Uh, can you remember back 10 years ago? I can. Look, it's so interesting. I was um, starting off, I'd been a couple of years in residential sales and we had a um, life coach come to do some sales training for the team. And she mentioned, does anyone, has anyone heard of BNI? I'd never heard of it. And she said, we're looking for someone in our South Yarra chapter. So I put my hand up and I went to the meeting for the first time, a bit daunting, as we all know the first meeting is. Uh, but very quickly, uh, as everyone was doing their member referral requests, um, there were 27 people in the room and I could just see, I could use everyone in the room. And I was so excited <laughs> about it. And uh, it's so funny, 10 years later, it's almost interesting meeting people, um, certainly in, in Melbourne, um, there's very few people that you meet who have not heard of BNI. I mean, it's grown so much, and I always think people are absolutely mad if they're in business but not a BNI member. Yeah, it's a funny sort of thing with this, and and just as a discussion point, you either meet people who have never heard of BNI, or people who have a bad opinion of BNI from what they've heard previous, or or being in BNI when. You know, truth be known, BNI's never been as good as it is now. Uh, there, there were some, you know, in the early days, there were some flaky chapters. We have to admit that. And, um, you know, I, I'd like to think we're pretty good now, but not every chapter's great. And um, some people just had a, some people just had a, um, a, a funny opinion of it. And the best thing for our listeners when someone says that to you is say, well, yeah, that's not my experience. Um, it's been really good for my business. But, um, and then you get the other people who don't know what it is. And uh, the best instance there is to just, hey, you know, you've got to get along and, and see this. You can't sort of explain uh, what BNI is or what we do there. Uh, well, you can explain what BNI is, but you can't explain what we do 
uh, that's something where they just need to actually come along and experience a meeting as well. So um, you were, you haven't always been in the Brighton chapter. You joined the South Yarra one. Correct. And then um, there was an opportunity uh, where a real estate agent, much sought after chair in any chapter, um, fell off their perch uh, in the Brighton chapter. And I was uh, alerted to that. And um, and uh, I think my executive director in the region sort of said, oh, Simone, you should, you know, that's where you should be. That's where you, you work. And I was like, oh, I love my chapter so much. I'm so loyal to, you know, the South area it was really out of area for me, but um, it was he thought it was very puzzling that it was such a big decision for me. So like, Simone, move to Brighton. And, and of course I did. And um, it, it was interesting. Um, yes, you, you can have life after your first BNI chapter. And really what happens is that, uh, you know, when I first started, I was probably a bit thick and a bit slow. So, you know, you're very, very focused on your own chapter. And as Veronica said in the introduction, you very quickly realise that you're in a region or you're in a state or you're in an industry sector or you've got referral partners that move across territories and regions and chapters. And um, there is a whole world out there. And, and to go to you, what you said just before, Brent, about people having maybe an ordinary experience, um, to remember that you know business is so dynamic and every chapter has its own chemistry and own mix of not only professional categories, but personalities within that. And what's so cool about BNI, even though it sort of can be a bit clunky and a bit sort of daggy, is that structure and framework really allows for all personalities to be considered and to participate and contribute. And you might be jumping into a visit to a chapter that has a slightly different rhythm of ripple and eddying. And you know, you should really go and visit quite a few chapters to see what might suit you and what's the best experience for you personally. It's so it's so true to do that, um, and I, but I also will say that as you said, the real estate chair is highly sought after, like so many categories within the chapter. Often people don't get that opportunity to go and try a few chapters because when when one becomes available, you really you've got to get in, you've got to see what you see, put in your application, and go for it because you don't. By the time you come back next time, someone's already in the position, isn't it? Correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, you know, it, and you raise a good point there because sometimes you can go to, and a lot of people, you can go to a chapter and a lot of people give us feedback when they settle on a chapter, they they visit more than one and they, 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 they look for fit. Mm. And sometimes you don't want to be in a chapter where you're like a square peg for a round hole. Yeah. You know, uh, if, you, if you look for fit, it's going to be more harmonious and, and a lot easier to to uh, integrate into the chapter going forward. So, you know, don't be afraid to actually, you know, look at more than one chapter if you're looking at visiting one uh, to just see what feels right. And yeah. generally I find if you use your gut, what feels right is the uh, is the way to go. And and you'll know when you get to that chapter a lot of the time. And when we interviewed a lot of people, they, they sort of know that when they've got to actually that point where they go, yes, this feels right. I think I can work with this great group of people. And yeah. you were originally, um, from your story, you were originally down Frankston Way, down our way, when, yeah, you, so I started uh, when you found off in out Chelsea. about being I. Yeah, I started <laughs> off in Chelsea. That was my my little patch that I started off in residential sales. And um, I started in the GFC as well. So I've paid my dues. Um, I haven't <laughs> had everything on a silver platter. 
<laughs> oh, for sure. Well, you know, we we have the good good and bad in business as well. So you're in uh, BNI Prestige in Brighton. Where do they meet? And uh, what size uh, what size chapter are they at the moment? Yes, yeah, so we only um, we launched in uh, the start of June, and we're 37 members. Uh, we've passed about 2.75 million in that time, and. Oh. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty jolly. Uh, we we had a bit of a focus on this chapter, uh, where uh, we felt, um, I think, over the last you know over the years, you know, you see a lot of people do their feature presentations, and you know, we go through our bread and butter and our cream and our dream referrals, and uh, you know, a lot of people in referral requests ask weekly for bread and butter referrals, and we thought, well, hang on a minute, that's what you should be doing every day of the week, prospecting for your business, and of course, you know, real estate agents, that's their whole world is prospecting, and 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 other business owners have varying degrees of whether they feel they're salespeople or not, or whether they prospect, or how they feel their pipeline, or, you know, if they leave it up to the gods, or if they actually proactively go after it, so um, we try to, um, you know, really use the education that BNI brings uh, to the table, and try and get people to lift their their sights to just asking for their dream referrals because the bread and butter we're that's what we should be doing anyway in business. And it's reaching those networks of the people in the room or beyond the room that we can kind of get to that fantastic target of a cream or a dream referral. Yeah. Yeah, it's good, think, isn't it? Well, we spend a lot of time at BNI, so why not go for you know the big bucks? <laughs> and that's a great strategy. And you know, if you're aiming for that sort of thing, the bread and butter ones will come because you have other training moments when you're doing one-to-ones with other members to talk about the bread and butter stuff as well. But uh why why not focus your weekly presentation on on the cream referrals and the dream referrals? Uh, to get people focused on that. Oh, yeah, we said that in a couple of podcasts a couple of weeks ago. Like at the moment, like it's absolutely crazy because the whole country's opened up again. Yeah. And everyone you speak to is just their head spinning. They're just flat, absolutely flat out. And sometimes you can actually say, oh, something's got to give. Oh, um, I, I need to get out of BNI for a bit. Well, that's that's the worst thing you could do because when you're opening up to your competitor, but secondly, you're, you're losing all those relationships that you forged to get you right through. So a better thing would to do would be to focus on those dream and cream referrals for in the future that you need so they can start filling your pipeline. Because a lot of the time you don't fall across those, you don't fall into those big referrals. You usually, they take a bit of work. And, and those sorts of things take time. So it's a really good thing to focus on. And your chapter being going since June, doing $2.4 million worth of business. 2.75. Well, 2.7, wow. It's... But see, that, that's also another thing that I, I think is, is uh, quite interesting that we also put our focus on is when you do one-to-ones uh, that, you know, we're going, okay, so maybe, you know, my hourly rate, well, I'd like to think that I was paid $200. I'm probably $10 an hour actually by the time I finish selling something. But, you know, if you say, okay, I'm $200 an hour and I'm meeting with a financial plan and you're $250 an hour or something or a lawyer. So we do a one-to-one. We should come away from that one-to-one with a short-term referral and a long-term concept of a referral and it should be easily uh you know worth double what our hourly rate is so it's not just you know we're all being altruistic and meeting for half an hour you know twice a week and asking about each other's businesses and you know what's your dog's name and all that sort of thing it's really about let's go away and 
and and and and conceive an idea of how we can be referral partners. And if you know it's maybe your third or fourth, or you can't think of something and it's not it's not coming, then perhaps let's focus on the chapter. And as two people doing a one to one, how can we perhaps serve another member of our chapter, or certainly someone who might be perhaps not with the contact sphere and might need some help? You know, how can we help that person and think of a really great idea of doing an event or a gathering or an introduction that's going to help someone? else in the chapter so I think it really is about you know um getting away from that sitting back and waiting for oh I hope I get a referral this week to sort of like let's be proactive we've got a network here we've got people who are entrusted to actually work together with us so let's like make something happen I, I love this concept V of putting a value on your time because <laughs> yeah, uh know. you know if you're going to do something like a one-to-one -one, do it properly because time is money and you yeah. ask any business person what they need more of. Everyone needs more time. Exactly. Because, uh, you know, the time they spend is the time they're not bringing cash in. So if you can actually make, you know, work on your one-to-ones and have that one short-term referral, one long-term referral during your one-to-ones, it's going to be good good value for your time and money. Yeah. Yeah, I, my head is spinning. Like the, the, when you were just talking then, Simone, there are so many things that just came to mind, especially that one, Brent. Um, when you have a one-to-one, -one, make it value-packed and also don't take hours. Your time is worth money. Spend your 45 minutes or your hour, respect the other person's time, your time, and then just do what you can in that period of time to get the most value for either each other or the chapter. I love it. But the other thing that's come to mind also is what we were talking about fit for chapters. Now, I'm someone, I'm, I'm the I'm the lovey-dovey one of the chapter. I'm the one who everyone's, I'm there for community. I love the friendships. I love everyone to be doing well and being successful and not wasting time. But I'm also not the one that's constantly looking at the numbers. But it's great for me to be in my own chapter, surrounded by people who are very established and very successful in business like yourself, Somali, really, the numbers are important. They know the numbers and they understand the numbers. And just being able to hear you now, it's lovely to be in a chapter where you can draw from all the different magic, from all the different people in the room to help you in those areas that you're, you're, you're lacking in, to help your business grow. Because we, we, we're multifaceted in our businesses. You need to know the numbers. So if you don't have a chapter that's watching the numbers, then the numbers won't matter. It means the numbers won't grow. And so when you've got those people in the room, we need to be making sure that when we're spending time with each other, we're taking that value out of everyone and using it for the good of the chapter to, to help grow each other's businesses and the chapter as a whole. And that is clearly evident in a chapter that's been going since June to be doing those kind of figures. Uh, is it, a, is it a, a completely online chapter or are you hybrid? Uh well, we have been online, of course. Uh, we have our first face-to-face uh, -face meeting on December 3, and apparently um, I think it's just been announced that we'll be going to a hybrid chapter for the next couple of months just because no-one knows if we're going to go back into prison or... <laughs> You know, if we're going to be um, happily, you know, hobnobbing without masks for the rest of the next 12 months. <laughs> uh, we, it, it, we're, we're all got absolutely no faith in our leaders of, uh, <laughs> of keeping us out of here through this. <laughs> if there's one thing we've actually learnt from that. Australia, that's it. <laughs> so, um, like many people who joined for the increased business, Simone, um, you actually stay for the other benefits that you get out of BNI. Can you tell us a little bit about that? 
Yes, look, it very quickly becomes apparent um, and all sorts of personalities join BNI and chapters, but uh, there's so many tools for education and the one-to-ones in itself and the mix of the chapters create uh, an environment where you can meet people. I mean, I was so, so, I was so ignorant that I, you know, I was a dancer when I first started my life. So um, people on the other side of the the business were very foreign to me. And I I remember thinking insurance was something that was so boring and, you know, you pay it every 12 months. It's so annoying. And when I was in a BNI chapter with an insurance person, I I could see how passionate um, the person was about insurance and all the details and what could happen and what's the best, you know, way forward. And it was so fabulous for me to realize that, oh my God, I'm just really really ignorant and that everyone's passionate about what they do so you learn so much about things that you haven't had any um you know any connection with previously and then you also have experts at your um at your beck and call if you need to ask advice about something so having just those deep business relationship connections is in itself adding value to uh, your own business and to your clients or to whatever you're doing in life and um that's what i really love about it those connections and the lifelong learning so um i'd like if you can share with them um share with our listeners today how do you direct your message to get the referrals you want through your chapter well i think it is we're on 30 seconds so that's really hard so it is about um credibility and the one-to-ones i I think it's very much about leading by example as well so uh, i'm very proud that of my my 10 years i'm just tipping up to two and a half million dollars of given business and um yeah, I, I, I think that's, I love the accountability of BNI, but that makes me so happy to think that I've actually given that much business to people. And so you do get a reputation, of course, in BNI for being someone who, well, we'll do a one-to-one with Simone because she's um, a bloody gold mine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but that that's uh, that's a very pleasing number, you know. And of course, my business received is about a third of that, and that's also something I'm quite proud of because I love that idea of you give three times more than you receive. And I think it really is about people just have to have the faith, you know. With as a real estate agent, my first year I don't think I had a referral, and probably even the second year I would not have really made um, much business in terms of dollars but now in my 10th year um, I think in the last 12 months I did a bit of a tally of you know my last 15 sales or my last 30 sales and where did it come from and 85% of it's BNI it's a referral it's a past member it's a a repeat client it's word of mouth through something that I sold because of a BNI referral so it's it is an absolute treasure trove but I think your intention has to be very much about um, what you're going to do to focus on other people not on what you're going to take from it yeah I had a uh, a asset broker that was a member of BNI and unfortunately they were so busy they just they didn't have the staff to support the membership so they had to go but I was talking to them yesterday and I said um to someone in a car dealership that I had introduced them to. So how many uh, deals have you given this person? And they said, oh, four, but two of those people bought two cars each. And it was really nice to know, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm passing referrals to other asset managers in uh, in BNI now, but it's really nice to know 
that you're still doing work, even after that person is no longer a part of BNI, that um, introduction is still giving to them. And I, I love that feeling too. It's nice to know that you're helping someone else's business grow. And it's also, um, you know, everyone's got a lot of competition in the industry sector, but isn't it great to have a client um, that buys your product or service because of your reputation? They're not buying oh. on price. They're not buying because you had a fantastic radio marketing campaign or um, you've got the shiniest graphic design and whatever, but it's really because someone said, oh, go to Simone. She's fabulous. She'll look after you. She's not going to store you <laughs> and she thinks insurance people are really exciting <laughs> i don't want any emails from insurance people saying we're not boring <laughs> well um simone do you have a best b and i experience or story in your last 10 years you could possibly share with us Oh, look, there are so many. I, I think it, it, it's probably along the same theme. I think it's business earned um, on that reputation is um, business that's very precious and very heartwarming for me. So I think probably in my third year, uh, the financial planner um, gave me one of his gorgeous clients and we sold a beautiful apartment in Port Melbourne. And it was, you know, the, you know, under a million dollars sort of thing. Uh, and then maybe five years later, um, that same financial planner gave me a second client who was selling an apartment and it was a $5 million apartment on the Esplanade with Bay Views. And that, that was sort of really like over a seven year period, it's earned reputation. And it was, it was just, um, that's exactly the sort of business I want. So I'm in, in it for the long game, not for the transactional hit and run sort of, uh, real estate sort of world. I think that's it. You've actually made a really good point. Sometimes members in the room, you might look at them and think, oh, you haven't passed me a referral, which really most members wouldn't think that after their first year because they'd understand the, the giver's gain mentality. But then you just don't know the quality of the referral they will pass you when it happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the other thing that is probably just a weird metaphysical metric is that you might give a lot of, um, I give a lot of work to the trades and, and then you might think, well, it doesn't come back from the trades, but it comes back from somewhere else. And it's just the law of reciprocity and, uh, you do have to have a leap of faith and it becomes ingrained in you. It actually, you can teach yourself and train yourself to be a giver's gain person, even if you don't start off that way. Um, I think most of us sit in the room, like I was saying, my first meeting or, you know, after I joined, it was like, oh, I wonder if I'll get a referral this week. And it's like a year goes past. But um, you sort of then go into the training and the discipline of B&I and the um, support and encouragement of your colleagues becomes something that becomes part of your life. And now 10 years later, I can't even imagine not going to a B&I every week. Yeah. yeah. As Dr. Ivan Meissner said, giver's gains are standard, not a sword. You know, and if it's if you use it as a sword and as that's all about, you know, giving and expecting return. Yeah. So mm -hmm. and giver's gain really works when you're not expecting return. Yeah. It does yeah. come back to you. And if you treat yeah. it like that way, um it, it works a lot better. You know, it does work a lot better for you. And you know, I I we always ask for all our guests for a uh, for a tip to success for success in BNI. Simone, is there anything you'd like to add to our listeners today um, for that tip? Yeah, I think elevate your thoughts. 
sit in the room and don't sit on the ground floor. Get up onto the top floor. Think about giving. I remember um, one of my best referrals was we'd, we just got a funeral director who I adore. He's a gorgeous man. And he started his own business. And um, the second week, I was so excited. And now I have sections like, oh, I've got a referral for Robert, <laughs> dead person. <laughs> but it was just so exciting when my girlfriend's father died. I was going, oh, that's fantastic. I know exactly who you have to, <laughs> you have to you. So that was um, that was a big high for me. And it was, yeah, that, that was fun. <laughs> hey, Simone, Veronica's ears just pricked. He got excited over someone, someone dying. She's a funeral celebrant. Oh, are you brilliant? Oh, fantastic. People say, and I actually say to people, actually Brent years ago said something, and it might have been Robert that used to say this, I'm not sure you'd be able to um, to confirm Brent, but it's best to know a funeral director and not need them, to need one and not know one. Who was that? Uh, Robert that was Nelson. Yeah. Robert oh, Nelson. And, yeah. and I can't claim that. That came from a funeral director we had in B&I in my yeah, very first chapter 20 years ago. Oh, I thought, what a great way to look at it. And the, the funny thing is, is when someone gives you a referral, there's so much pride <laughs> they give you a referral because it's the last person in the room. So I get it. Yeah. I get it. And I, I condolences to that family, but, you know, well done. Yeah, we've got the perfect person who's going to look after your family. It's 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 really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Simone, this has been great. You're an absolute superstar. And thank you to Brave Bandkin for... Uh, for recommending you to come on this because uh, this has been a fantastic chat to share your story. Would you like to give your business a bit of a plug? Where can people find you? Oh, thank you, Brent. I am the founder. I'm the only female auctioneer in this part of Melbourne, Atria Real Estate, uh, which is uh, founded to solve a problem. The problem that I um, that I saw was uh, that real estate agencies tend to go towards volume selling, being number one, being the best and being the greatest and the biggest, and the clients get uh, not looked after in the end. So um, we are front and centre. If you list with me, I look after your property and the calls and the inspections and the negotiation and the auction. Fantastic. If someone wanted to reach out to you for a one-to-one, how would they do that? They can Google me. They can send me an email. They can reach me through BNI Connect. And I am very happy to do um, a one-to-one with anyone. I love talking about BNI and I love meeting other people and learning about their businesses. Right. Thanks, Simone. Thank you for having me. So uh, thank you, Simone Chin. So for our listeners here today, if you need a superstar real estate agent and B&I member in the the Brighton and Surrounds area and someone who's an auctioneer, Simone's your person. So thank you very much for being with us today. Veronica. I've got to say, I have actually been to um, to a meeting where Simone was, and uh, I remember she left a real impression on me. I thought, what a beautiful speaker! And it was, she said, such a lovely presence in the room. Um, you know, to see a, a strong woman in the room in business, and I just left that meeting. It was a very organised meeting. It wasn't the one that uh, that Simone is part of now, but I thought that's a great meeting. So, you know, great meetings are really important for a visitor, even as a BNI member. We're always going to other chapters, and you, you know, first impressions last and the culture is so important you can tell as soon as you walk into a meeting what that culture is like between the members Hmm, absolutely so um let's uh we're running out a bit of time so let's go straight to my tip for this week veronica if that's okay let's do that (laughs) all right i see you i see you just you're just engrossed in this interview which was fantastic (laughs) 
So actually, my tip today, it's funny that we've had Simone actually bring something like this up, but my tip for today is what would you do different in B&I if you're paying $5,000 a year to be a part of it? Well, would I don't you know. think you'd need to do a bit more activity to increase your ROI? Like well, they if, say if you pay more money, you pay more attention. Yeah, so would you do more one-to-ones? Yeah. Would you look for more referrals? Would you prepare for meetings a lot a lot better? Would you prepare yeah. your presentations? Would you prepare a lot better for your one-to-ones? Yeah. Okay. So if you say that to a lot of people, they say, well, yeah, well, absolutely. I'd, I'd put a bit more into it. I'd do this, this, and this. You know what the great thing is? You can do that now and increase your ROI, and you're not paying $5,000 a year to do it. You're paying less. Yeah. So, so why not do it now? Why not put it put in to B&I as if you were paying $5,000 a year to be a part of it, put in the effort, and then you'll get even greater results? Yeah. It's a, it's a really good point. And I, I don't know if I want B&I Australia to be hearing this, but I just think sometimes it's so ridiculously good value to be part of B&I, especially when we're online and a lot of um, chapters weren't paying the venue fees, but a lot of our members became a lot more productive too. We were doing a lot more of those one-to-ones um, and so much more business was passed. It was just a crazy time, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, that's my tip for this week, V. Beautiful. Thank you to everybody who was uh, tuning in to episode number 72 of B&I, The Australian Story. Steve, once again, our producer, thank you for ensuring everything ran smoothly. Our beautiful guest, Simone and Brent, thank you. You always bring so much value from your 20 years of experience uh, as an executive director and really appreciate B&I Australia for supporting our podcast. See you next time. Thank you, V.